It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas, Jay Hill, John Lane, and Trey Ely. What up, fellas? What it do? Yeah, we back. Yeah, we're back. Um, This is the podcast uh, where we are musicians and artists who love to talk sports. And we're going to get right into the first segment of the evening. Washington football team wins four straight games. Yeah! Um, Yeah! Yay. <laughs> but it, you know what's funny? They've been winning. I, I've been saying that they can't, they won't win games unless they score over 20 points. But they've been winning games scoring under 20 under points. Under 20 points. Yeah. Uh-huh. The last two games, they've, they've only scored, what? Uh, 17. 17 points each. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Brunel the Goat on Reddit. Yeah. And the coin, Las Vegas Raiders coin guy, he, he's, uh, he broke his uh, winning streak. Ah. Okay, so let's do uh, predictions into the, the five last the last five games of the season. Um, well, let me read the let me read the schedule, <laughs> and then uh, we can do predictions. All right, uh, this Sunday Cowboys, and the following Sunday Eagles, the following Sunday Cowboys, the following Sunday Eagles, and then finally the Giants. <laughs> what a stupid schedule! This is a it is a really dumb this schedule. Let me put this together. But let's let's just do uh we'll have to do let's do like overall record in the next five games. Uh Trey, you can go first. Best of five. Uh, what, what you got him on? I'ma give us three and two in that stretch. Three and I two makes us what total? We're playing good football. Uh that Is makes that us depends on who we beat. Like because we're playing divisional teams, so that's a Right. Um we're playing good football. 
I, I just I, I don't like playing the same teams back to back like that. It's Three like impossible wins. to win both of those games. You Three play somebody wins, and then turn around and play a, them again, you're not gonna beat them twice. That's nine and eight. That's your so, record. Your overall record. That is playoffs. Definitely so. playoffs here. And depending Park on who on. we beat in that stretch of beating. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> oh, so early. So oh, early. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, uh, John. Pause. I'm going to say two and three. Oh, I don't. Okay. I think everybody thinks that the Cowboys suck, but I feel like the Cowboys are going to have our number. Um, they don't really have a whole lot of luck in the month of December, but I think they're going to turn it around. Um, I think we'll split with the Eagles and we'll beat the Giants. Um, so I think we'll lose both games to Dallas. We'll win one with the Eagles and one with the Giants. So eight and nine. Okay. Um, Jay Hill, I ask you, but you don't care. I got <laughs> four and one. What? Damn. Who's the one? I stand corrected. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Let's go, Jay Hill. He's like one of the one, Eagles. <laughs> nah, it's one of the it's one of the uh, the boys. One of the boys, like y'all always seem to, y'all always seem to win. The, I ain't mad though. Uh, I think DMV we could Super sweep Bowl. the uh, Eagles. You know what I mean? Y'all always, y'all always seem to win one DMV Super Bowl. So, <laughs> yeah, but can you we beat Gardner Minshew though? Mm. Man, he looked better than Jalen Hurts. Man, he way better than Jalen because he ain't running, 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 running. Um. Okay. It's a different that makes team us with ten and seven. Uh, that's a that's a playoff team. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna side with three. I think I'm gonna say three and two. That sounds more realistic, and it still puts you in a playoff wild card chase. Um, if we go four and one, that means we knock Dallas off. Yeah. Yes, we're right. the division winners. Yeah. And that means you get a bye, right? Oh no, it's no, division. only it's one bye now. Yeah. Only yeah. one bye in the entire conference now. You got to be the top seed. I uh, top yeah. dog get okay. All right. Uh, moving on. So the first game of that. Um, is against Dallas um, this Sunday. Uh, how confident are you guys feeling going into this Dallas game that the Washington football team can pull it out? Oh, pause. <laughs> uh, I'm pause myself. <laughs> I'm not super confident. I don't even know what our home record is, but um, Taylor Heineke is. I mean, he's been doing this all season, but his throws have lately have just not been on point. Yeah, nobody uh, wants to talk about it because we won, man, but he looked right. bad, man. He, he looked really bad. Did like, he look worse than Cam like, did when they said Cam looked bad? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Hell no. <laughs> he didn't look that bad. Not that bad. Did he look Joe Burrow bad? No, I'm joking. All right. I mean, the oh. receivers had to do Joe more Joe is work. good, man. No, I'm teasing. The receivers no, had to do thinking. more no, work to thinking. catch the ball. So... Yeah, well, now funny Thomas enough, we have tall receivers like yeah. Logan Thomas, and that's why he made like wait, if wait, Logan wait, wait, Thomas had, wasn't had, like eight feet tall, yeah, that wouldn't have been a touchdown. But First off, you had tall receivers like Logan. He'll yeah, be back. Those that are not this year. aware. Yes, he will. The yeah, latest headline they said, says, they said it wasn't yeah, they nothing was torn. Yeah, they said they didn't get as bad news. I can tell you what was torn. His mental state. His spirit. <laughs> His heart. Like the derby winner that died today. Oh. Is that too soon? Is that too soon? 
No. Is what? The, the Kentucky Derby uh, horse that, that died today. Oh. Whoa. Damn. Brutal. Yeah. Rest in peace, horsey. Okay. Quick. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Wendy's about to get most. I don't feel. I don't no. feel very confident going into this game. <laughs> I don't feel all that confident. I just think because, and I think it's because we won four straight. I don't know what we can do. I really think we need Logan Thomas because, like, it's not even really a joke. If Heineke keeps throwing that high, you got to have a dude that tall to catch it. Yeah, I mean, he puts the ball way up there. We didn't have him the last three weeks, and he was still throwing the balls high, and we won. <laughs> and this whole show. There you go. <laughs> we didn't have the last three weeks and we was throwing the balls high. <laughs> I think this is uh sports and things. We're gonna wrap this up tonight. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be a rough Run show. Balls, high balls high. coming in. <laughs> uh, some high balls. The balls high. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um well John gave us his, his thoughts. Um Trey, you think he well yeah, because Logan Thomas six six. So without that, yeah. it's kind of hard to picture, you know. Like no one was going to be able to make that catch in the end zone. That first catch in the end zone yesterday. Logan Thomas was, would have been the only one. Terry, Terry, Terry McClellan would have been able to catch that. Was he, he like 5'11"? Like yeah, he's like 5'11", 6 feet. I think he's less yeah. than 6 feet. I think you're right. He's 6 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, he, you're giving up. He can jump. Giving up 6 inches in height. You know he he yeah, can he jump. To, he needs to lower his throws, man, because they're gonna get picked off. We're we're talking about Trayvon Diggs. I mean, so many of these balls. Yeah, and Trayvon bounced. got like he's like he got they, like what nine picks in twelve games. He's got six picks. How, how many passes did picks. you see bounce up in the air because somebody yeah, exactly. was jumping up trying to catch it? Right. Like, bro. I mean, over and over. I was just like, man. All right. So, uh, John thinks it's a loss. I think it may be tight. A close game. But a loss. <laughs> yeah, but a loss. Um, Jay? Um, I think they lose this one and win the other one, which is going to be weird. Okay. Um, Trey? Like they win in Dallas. This is the Cowboys, so I'm going to call a win because I'm never giving the Cowboys anything. <laughs> you sound what like a that? woman's fed up. What a woman's fed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't sing that song. Oh, oh, can't. Oh, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Dang, we can't, we can't, we can't pay him. Cancel your you take, tip. You take you because take you you're in off. trouble. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you are not right, Trey. You need to be cut off, dude. <laughs> said you're in trouble. Wow. All right. Um, moving on to post. I guess this is post Washington <laughs> oh, football man. news, but it's becoming relevant. Washington football oh, team news again. RG3 wrote a book about his oh, sexual assault sh- oh, um, that he encountered here while a player at the Washington. He, well, then the Washington Redskins. Um, do we care? <laughs> no. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's not say we don't care, care about sexual assault. Because you know what? I do care. I care about actual sexual assault victims. I care about like women, children, you know, helpless people, not a uh, freaking world class athlete that could beat most men he encountered in a fist fight. It could defend himself talking about talking about, um, you know, I was raped in a beating. Come on, man. 
Like, stop trying to take attention. He's such an attention whore. He wants to take all the attention away from him. real victims. There's really people out here that are getting sexually assaulted, molested, raped, and all that kind of stuff, and he wants their limelight. He did, he did say, he did clear the air, though, uh, a couple days after this announcement. He said that he's not talking about something that happened to him. I thought he said that he's, he's talking about something that he saw. What? Well, he said the opposite is what I thought I heard. Oh, Wait, is that right? How you say about something you saw? I mean, and I think nah. that's why people were like, "Why are you waiting until nah. now?" Him and his this? wife both tweeted, "I was sexually assaulted, and I, I'll talk about it, you okay. know whatever." Okay, we'll find the tweet, but yeah. Okay, okay. But he's also talking about the um, how uh, the Shanahan Snyder could- struggle colluded the uh the, the franchises and he's going to talk about his time there he's basically going to try to make an excuse for why he sucked his last four years yeah he's going to talk about the injuries he said he was going to talk about the poor medical now i you know honestly i'll give him that i believe that like they screwed him over with the uh with the with the medical stuff and the knee so and, and the injury and all that see they definitely this is what i don't get you lead with like every every headline leads with Robert Griffin the third um wrote, writes a book about his sexual assault and the first thing they talk about was his mismanagement of the medical team because there was no sexual assault he going to make up some stuff man that dude man come on i am actually interested to to read what he has to say i don't really i'm care, interested to read quotes wanna... that other people write about what he has to say so i don't have to read that <laughs> terrible book <laughs> I'm not going to buy it. I don't have a fireplace, but I'm interested in finding more kindling for a fire. (laughs) 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 All right. So, okay. uh, Let me ask two questions. Do you buy the book to read it? Hell Negative. Do you even download the book to read for free? Like, do you audible the book? No. I'm not going to even give them the download. No. I will wait for the media to pull out the quotes that we need to hear. Whoa. Pause, bro. Okay. Um. Do you <laughs> do you wow. think the book makes the New York Times bestsellers list? Hell no. <laughs> Negative. That just shit won't even be like the best children's book. RG Me. The book should be t- <laughs> the book should be titled RG Me, because that's really what it is. Yeah. I, he should call that Jane Touch My Barry. <laughs> Touch my Barry. <laughs> RG three, touch my body. <laughs> RG me. All right, so we don't care. All right, moving on. Uh, Wizards are still in the top ten, but have struggled as they are struggling tonight. Um, do we blame Kuzma's outfits? <laughs> well, I'm gonna blame his outfits. Partially, you can't play. You can't play basketball with them long ass yeah, sleeves on that damn we sweater. We weren't dealing with these distractions before. That man looked like a beekeeper. <coughs> right. That last he one you sent me, he looked like a beekeeper. He looked like uh, he looked like Jenga. <laughs> he looked like a cross between a beekeeper oh, and Raiden. One. Yeah, I was like, what that is this? One? Yeah, what is what is happening, man? He like, looked like an MC Escher. Kuzma thing. wins. Fatality. Fatality. What are you doing, bro? Um. Okay, so but Wizards are still in the top ten. Um, they're still in the top ten. They they um they're struggling to shoot. They're struggling shooting right now. Um, 
I I like that Daniel Gafford is is very physical in the paint. He's he's getting a lot of blocks. Um, he's he's defending the ball pretty well. Um, Avdia in the last two or three games hasn't really been present that much. Um, he's been struggling shooting from three, and um, his defense hasn't been all that good. So I'm not sure if something's going on with him. Um, and of course, Dinwiddie's not playing every every game, so I feel like that's going to be a big question mark going forward. But um, they're still in the top ten. They there's I think this is what their second straight loss or third straight loss. I can't remember. Third. Um, yeah, I think they'll snap out of it. Well, think about it like this: so they're six in the East um, at fourteen and eleven, right? But we're st- okay. Do, do the same rules apply for them? That like I like to apply to teams like on the in the West Coast, um, namely the Lakers. After the All Star game, we can kind of decipher what's really going to happen with this team. Um, do those rules apply with teams in the East, namely teams like the Wizards or the Hornets, or even um, dare I say the Seventy Sixers and the Hawks, because they're all around in between the six and ten um, of the conference. So do those rules apply to those teams? Like we have to wait and see what they do after All Star Game. Yeah. Want to say why? Yeah, we we definitely do. Uh, <laughs> only because I can't really still hear new. Jay. Jay, like, yeah, you got what's up with your mic, bro? You can't hear me. And yeah, you got to really. talk into it. Put some bass in your work. voice, Jay. Uh oh. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe talk I should into pay the attention. Mic. Maybe that's what it is. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, I think out of all of us. This He's is the still singer. the newest. <clears throat> yeah, but this ain't a singing microphone. <laughs> um, I just think that they still new. They're dealing with a brand new coach. You're dealing with pretty much a brand new everything. Like the chemistry, you want this shit to be there in like three to four weeks. But honestly, this shit could take a year. Like they, they literally... Not so much are rebuilding, but they rebuilt, and that shit ain't gonna come overnight because it ain't like the Lakers adding, you know, another superstar to two other superstars. There is no, you know, there's like a star here. I mean, Bill is our superstar, but he he's just a star in the league, unfortunately. Good point. Like yeah. a superstar here is not a superstar everywhere. Uh, uh, True. Uh. That hurt. John that Wall. Hurt that, gotta, that, that, hurt that, hell, gonna, that really, really hurt title. to hear. A superstar here. Hey, you know, God, I was thinking about that, man. Like, that's that's how we, we he's our superstar, but yeah. Not everybody. Everybody else here. For everybody else here, role play. He's a, sec- he a secondary man. For everybody You're else. my superstar. But think about it. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah, you know. <laughs> this is why that's relevant, because the last two years, they made they made the play that Bill should be an all star, but he always made the rotation after somebody got taken out. So if he was like a bona fide superstar, there would be no question about whether or not he was supposed to be in even the rotation to be. Picked. But you do also, but also keep in mind, hold on, you know, the superstar perception is based on public opinion, not skill set of the players. He's a superstar in the league, NBA talent wise. Oh yeah, yeah. because all he's the NBA GMs superstar. and stuff want him, but he's not a person. Right, he's not a public superstar. Is what Which I'm is basically also, saying. 
Yeah, right. Nobody's checking for what he's saying, and, 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 reason, and all that. The only stuff. reason, yeah. the only reason he's our superstar is because he's here. So we see right. more of him than anyone else would, because he's our player. But that's like Heineke is our superstar, even though we know whoa, he's not a whoa, fucking whoa, starting whoa, quarterback. Whoa, 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 no, no, no. Right? No. no. Am I? No. All right. Okay. Let, let me make a point. He's our super squirrel. I get it. But at the same time, okay. Washington still is considered one of the bigger markets, right? It's one of the bigger markets in the NBA. No. No. no? Stop that right there. It's not? No. NBA, no. no. talk about this. Oh, NBA, NFL, no. yes. No. <laughs> NBA, no. NFL, yes. No, NBA, not, fuck not NBA, NBA this nah. Is mid, this is mid. This is a large media NBA, market. NBA, we on the level of Indiana. It is, but basketball, we ain't, we ain't got not no bad. history. We ain't got no wait, 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 wait. I'm not talking about the team's no. history. No, no, no. I'm talking about the media but, market in terms of what the media can do for a team here. And well, the media doesn't follow basketball. 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 So it's a, yeah, it's a media they market care about that don't follow basketball. In this town. They follow football and, ba- and baseball. Yeah. They follow baseball this more than they do basketball. It's football. They follow the Nationals more than they do. Right. It's football and baseball. And that's recent, right? Which is <laughs> the sad. Nationals part is recent. Which is sad. The, 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 the caps, basketball, the caps part, are like tied, if not just slightly above. They're the tied Wizards. with the Nats. Yep, well, exactly. It's the big, yeah. It's a big market as far as DC, but nobody's checking for us for basketball, right? When would you argue that the last time they actually checked for a basketball team is here? I would say ninety-five. Here. Yeah, ninety five. Uh, I think it's been a long time. No, nah, when Chris Webber and Jerome, Howard I feel like here, when Chris Webber and them came. Yeah, yeah, that's that's ninety five. But that yeah, was a long just, time. But that was yeah. But <laughs> that was just hype too. It was like almost twenty know, years ago. But the thing is, they didn't. They didn't more do. Than 20. Wait, they oh, didn't do almost what thirty was years. Expected that was really off of like hype. Like they they didn't show anything. Like they were able, like John Wall at least got to the. Uh, well, playoffs that, or that Eastern team, Con- that you know team I mean? like, with Chris Webber and Jerron Howard were making a playoff push, and that was a big deal. Yeah, how far did they get though? That's the thing. They, they, they got the same, right? They got the same. They didn't do shit. They got this right. Shit. That exactly. Year, so it's they like got, they had some names. At least, we had at some least names when Wall was here, at least when Wall was here, like Wall was becoming a um, media superstar because we were in the first round. At least, yeah. you know what I mean. But That's even even still, the narrative was, it, you know, is Wall going to get his respect? He's not, is Wall right. going to get his? He's not a you know, superstar. It, yeah, they, superstar. they were trying. He they were making the case okay. for Wall to get into that conversation. All right, so uh-huh. I mean, a, meaning he wasn't in it, right? Because he was he was we were trying because we were trying to force too. him in it. We were trying to force him into the in conversation. the conversation. Stop throwing up gang yeah. signs. This is like uh, yeah. them trying to force Chuck Brown into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> just put him on the ballot. We'll vote for him. It's not enough people here to vote for him. Like he, be, he deserves to be in. He deserves to be in. Wall deserve. Well, he deserved to be in. Not now, but you know. All right. Here's my question before we go to break. Uh, do you think top tier Wall was more deserving of the superstar status over top tier Bill? Um. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would say, say yes because would, of not just basketball yes. skills, personality. Well, listen, well, that, personality. Hey, no, yeah, I'm gonna say basketball skills. I'm gonna say basketball skills because um, Wall was defending more than Bill is. Yeah, and is that because of the switches position? No, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's the position. But does Wall, good you know, defense like, you know, make you a superstar as in the media sense? 
or just yeah. scoring a lot of uh, points. I think actually I think not even does. just scoring a lot Both. of points. Flashy plays. Flashy plays. That's, that's and wrong. so highlights. Bradley Beal scores a lot of points, but he shoots mid-range shots and stuff like that. He's very. I mean, he's our John Stockton. John Wall. Oh, <laughs> he's, our, he's our John Stockton. John Wall like he can go into the had all those he like can, he can't go into the mall. John Wall was fast and had all those like driving, streaking to the basket, crazy type of plays. Though he had a little bit more more ass. showmanship uh, than Beal. Which I'm not necessarily praising. I'm just saying for the sake of the conversation of being a superstar, yeah. he's going to be on more highlights. Yeah, I saw a clip today that was like, you know, uh, primetime or like, you know, people sleep on um, John Wall like he wasn't, a, he wasn't a beast when he was uninjured. and they sh- But he didn't really have too many seasons where he wasn't uninjured, first off. But when he was playing more than 70% of a season, he had most of those plays were like highlight worthy. Yeah. He top turned out ESPN top ten plays. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. Um, this is Sports and Things. We'll be back. What's up, people? It's your boy Jay Hill. Just want to let you know where to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Sports and Things. S P O R T Z underscore and underscore T H I N G Z, and on Twitter. At is sports, capital I, capital Z, S P O R T Z. Yeah, we got a little creative with it. So now you can follow us, you can subscribe, you can spread the word. Thanks. Now back to this episode. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. We're going to get right into our next segment. Uh, the injury to Kenyon Drake raises tackle questions. With this injury and last season's injury to Prescott, will the league make more changes? Oh, and you know what? Did you guys see? Um, I don't know if you guys saw um, in college the the quarterback when he took off in the scramble and he faked oh, the, the slide. Pittsburgh quarterback. Yeah, he oh. faked that slide. And he was like, they're going to change the rules because they're going to be right. head hunting for quarterbacks right. to do that now. What do you What do you guys take on? You know uh, the changes the league will try to make to protect players and ultimately keep players from basically head hunting. Mm. My my whole thing has always been, you know what football is. If you don't want to get hurt, don't play the game. That's just always been my thing. Who we thought they were. You know what I mean? It's a gladiator sport. It's a gladiator sport. And how are you, if you make changes, all it's going to do is it's the the defense will will, will be confused and irritated because they'll get flagged. Yeah. Yeah, because they're going to get flagged for things that they don't mean to do. It's like you're asking them to completely change how they tackle because you're trying to protect protect someone that is putting themselves at the risk of getting targeted. Like, thing I is, just, they I want you feel- they want you to teach this at the pop Warner level so that when they get to high school, when they get to college, it's already ingrained. Yeah, like, but here's, nobody they doing should it change. It. They should change those rules when they're when they're when they're little. Here's the yeah, issue with what, that yeah, too. The, little, the issue with Pop Warner and like, that's what they talk like about high school football is that they teach you how to tackle. And then when you get right. to college, they teach you how to not tackle. So you're right. learning a system and you and they teach you to unlearn that system. You know, yeah. like not to wrap up, not to protect yourself. Like you're going for the plays. You want to go uh, for the you know, yeah, highlight plays. You want to go for the yep. So it was like. For the stick. So how do you, how do you, yeah, the hit stick. So, so <laughs> like, to, to. No. 
to to kind of bring this to you know address the particular hit we were talking about I, I don't think any rules or any changes would have prevented that that was a freak accident where he was caught between three different players and each was trying to make a tackle in a different way and he just got like tangled up in it was just a nasty freak accident it wasn't like one player did something wrong it was three different guys just all all like yeah but of, i think his argument is the way the same way he was tackled was the same way dak prescott was tackled and so now they're trying to he's trying to but which tackle because he was tackled three by three different people from different angles so which yeah, one so the, we're the, talking the, about the, the one, one who pulled him backwards kind of yes yes the one that pulled yeah, back because he the the, the foot was like under him color. Yeah. His ankle was under him. So what but, he did was he pulled him back while he was lying down on his leg. I don't think it's fast. He didn't do that on purpose. I mean, I'm he's not saying to he did. pull the guy down no, no, no. and he's falling. I, I, you know, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying all, he did, but it was like the way that he tackled him. Yeah, it, it, was was the same way, it was the same way Prescott was tackled. It's like they grab him from the back and they just pull him. It's like they pull him if back and make him, they make him do like this contortionist. Yeah, yeah, he move. bent back over his foot because they all fell down, and then a guy comes flying in and hits him. And, you know, it's just like right. all this stuff going on. The issue, I mean, the overall issue is going to be they're going to they're going to are they going to change the rules that you can't have multiple people trying to make a tackle? I don't think oh, they nah. should. I don't think you I don't, can. I don't think they should. How I mean, that's do dumb. you? How do you do that? You can do. You can double team them now. Well, not, more like more like triple. Like you can't have more than two people going after 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 uh, eligible. Okay, receiver. but what happens if like I don't if, know if that would have fixed it because see the, like John said the guy is chasing there, him. Yeah, if there's three defenders him. there, it's gonna be a three stooges bit. Like oh, I thought you were getting well, I thought you were getting well, I yeah. thought you were getting them. I didn't like the Spider Man meme. It's gonna be a Spider Man meme. Everybody pointing at each other. So like in baseball, right? In baseball, when the ball is coming, the guy yells out, I got it, right? If you do that in football, all you got to do is juke away from the dude that yelled out, I got it. But here's yeah, the but thing. I'm not saying, like, listen. He I'm said, playing, I got it. I'm going towards him. I'm just <laughs> playing devil's advocate. I don't think any of it makes any sense. Like, like right. John started it with a really good point. It's a gladiator sport. People are going to get hit. People are going to get hurt. If you let, you, if you let your kids play, that's, that's the reality of the, of the sport you're playing. Like, in, in any sport, there's yep. injury in every sport that you play. You're putting your body through a lot of stress. So taking the, the notion that you're trying to protect these players and keep them from getting hurt, when they're going to get hurt, and he plays running back. Running backs are mo the most yep. injured players in that in the league. Like their stocks, they don't have a high shelf life of um, return in terms of like um, durability because they're Career playing limit. a position yeah. that requires them to run a lot, get hit a lot, and potentially get piled on a lot. Like it, that's just what it is. So, at the end of the day, you know that shelf life of a of a king. I read an article um, this week that was talking about uh, McCaffrey being overpaid, but he he was paid the money that he was supposed to be paid. But at this point, you're paying too much for running backs because. Yeah. Running backs have to become hybrid wide receivers in order for the value to be um, appreciated. Yeah. What you're paying for, because you can't you yeah. can't just have a running back <clears throat> like you had 30 years ago. You can get the ball two 35 yeah. times. Emmitt Smith ain't going. Emmitt Smith ain't lasting. No, it's not. You know, and that, that, Bo you, Jackson you, barely lasts. And you you name some of the top running backs in the league right now. Most of them are injured, or out with out with like season engine ending injuries. So it's like. 
You know, I mean, and Derrick Henry, who is the biggest running back of them all, is out with the season in the, in the injury. So it's like, it doesn't make any sense. If they change the rules, they'll just be changing the rules to not only protect quarterbacks, now they'll be trying to change the rules to change to, to protect running backs, who they don't even value as the, like they did once before. So I don't, I don't see them changing the rule. I was just kind of playing that was advocating and saying, yeah. what could the rule I mean, be changed to? Right. Or they're going to start issuing fines for, like, gang tackling and all that stuff. Like, I mean, who knows? I mean, they already do. You can't jump on, like, you can't jump on the the pile, you know what I mean? Like, when you get in that goal line and somebody just runs and jumps on top of it, that's the pile on. You can't do that. But why can't you run in there and and try to prevent one extra foot? You know, not yard, but one extra, you know, foot as far as the measurement. That's the goal line. Like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stop it all. Like, it's not. It's not gonna, it's not gonna matter if um, two people's on them already. I'm trying to pre- prevent the forward progress. Period. Yeah, agreed. All right, um, let's move on to baseball. The MLB lockout will indefinitely happen. Um, wait, I'm I'm trying to read what you wrote, John. It says teams go VA Verners. I didn't write it. That's that was put in the. That was put in the I team like governors. That. Oh, yeah, team governors. That's what, that, I don't know why VA. That's really weird. That I don't looks know why I like <laughs> I felt it, like it populated from Burgundy. The teams go Virginia <laughs> Verners. Right. What teams <laughs> governors have voted unanimously to institute a lockout. Ron Burgundy, ladies and gentlemen. Ron Burgundy, forcing the first MLB work stoppage since 1994, how bad is this? And I'll I'll lead with that question, but also make a note because it came up in a, in a group chat that we had earlier this uh, last week when they were talking about um um I, I forgot who posted it, but as soon as the lockout was announced, all the teams started. They pulled all the current player stuff, and, and then we had like yeah pictures and all the profile pics. Yeah. yeah. Um, but how yeah. bad is this, baseball guys? Um, I I think that I read somebody said it nice is that at least this one was done in the off season. I mean, and they like literally did it as soon as the season ended. So you have created the opportunity for them to work this out while there's no baseball and potentially have it worked out by the time you get back to baseball. Hmm. Right. So, um, this could work out really good. I mean, because you know, strikes and lockouts have happened during the season and that hurts everybody. That hurts the whole league. Um, so hopefully they, you know, they come to a, you know, resolution or whatever they're negotiating. I'm assuming it's a collective bargaining agreement and um, so get what, it doesn't money? impact the fans. <laughs> huh? What are you trying to get uh, more money? Um, I, don't, I don't have a lot. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure money's part of but but, you know, those things uh, have more than money. I mean, they might have problems, and I haven't read, so I don't know. They might have problems with some of the rules, some of the way things are done. You know, I mean, they they may be work conditions and rules and stuff they want to change. I would imagine so, because I can't imagine it being money with there being no tax Mm -hmm. on teams being able to pay these players whatever they want to pay them. No, there is a tax. There's a luxury tax when you when you get over a certain payroll. Basically, what What, this is a billion to create billionaires, right? Oh, that much. Come on, this is just about. Teams controlling players, you know, like mm. in you know pre-arbitration 
like the whole pre-arbitration years. I think that's like the first three, first three years of pre-arbitration. Um, and like after that, they go into like a three-year arbitration process, which they can negotiate their salaries. Um, but but uh, apparently, they can't come to an agreement on those stipulations. And I have a feeling this is going to go into spring training, and it might even delay opening day. Because um, I mean, we have we have time. It's December now. Spring training starts what February, so I don't know, man. This is uh, I think this is bad. <laughs> I think this is I think this is going to be another one of those abbreviated seasons again, or it's going to be a season that's going to it's going to be prolonged into the month of November. Where we have the World Series in November, uh, and then a oh, short wow. off season. Uh, but it's basically really really rich players who want more money from really, really rich owners and members of the team. But um, is it, my, my question is, is it, is it really about the rich players or is it about the players who aren't getting the million, the multi-million dollar contracts that want to be compensated? Justly? I think it's about, I think it's more about, of them. I number, think it's about right? players who are going into free agency and what's happening to those players before they hit free agent, the, the free agency market. Um, and and the trade and the trade market. Um, I'm reading a story here uh, that says you know it's seemingly related to the manner in which teams control players before they reach free agency. Mm. So it's just the way that so they can the all fine shoot print is written right before they hit free agency. Mm. Um, you can it, I guess you can relate it to the Kirk Cousins situation when they kept putting him they kept putting a franchise tag on him. So it was almost as if he was off the market, but he kind of was on the market because... Oh, he's he's off the market, but we aren't committed to him. Exactly. And I think that's the issue that, that the players are having. It's like, no, we get to go into free agency. You don't get to control what we do. But then the team's like, actually, if you read this part of the contract, hmm. this is what it says. And that's why they've gone on a strike and, and done this lockout. Got it. So I totally understand it from the player's perspective. I mean, I, I've never, I played baseball like two years in high school, but I, I'm not a baseball player to the to the point where you understand can, what they're suffering, like what, right. what the suffering, or is. I can side I can side with them, yeah, um, because it is a contract that they signed. Yep. yep. So it, it you know it's it's not smoking mirrors, but it is smoking mirrors. I yeah. I don't know if how soon they'll work it out. But to me, it's just bad. Okay. Um, Trey, you want to add any thoughts? I don't know. I mean, John, John really covered it. I mean, I think it, it, it has a lot to do with the players conditions, their negotiation, their bargaining. So basically the things that John covered, I mean, you know, there's things that they, they want different. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, with with jobs, with things like that, it's generally not salary. It's generally, you know, the conditions on which yeah. they have to work and they are allowed to negotiate and they're allowed to move and do, you know, the, the restrictions they have that they don't want. The, it's first world you know, All that stuff and stuff. Yep. All right. Um, Jay Hill, I'm joking. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, let's, move on, let's move on to the NBA. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, 
The Lakers are sitting at eighth place right now at 12 and 12. Uh, the question says, are the Lakers in danger? I'm going to omit my opinion. Danger! Because it's Oh, no, pre- you have to answer. It's pre-All-Star week, <laughs> so I don't have an opinion. But you, you niggas. He can, can say t- man. <laughs> you can I'm say whatever say, you can say. I'm going to say yes, because LeBron's first season, they were in danger right at this point of the season. And they never, they didn't make the playoffs. Wait, wait. His first season in L.A.? Yes. They were four before he got injured. They were what? They were fourth before he got injured. Yeah, but they uh, but they were but they were still struggling. And remember, at that time, the West wasn't wasn't all that hot. The West wasn't as strong as it is now. Yeah, Phoenix wasn't doing what the hell they doing now. Golden State wasn't really Phoenix that wasn't. hot. Phoenix yeah, Golden State. I mean, Golden State. I mean, your, was, your top your top tier West teams <clears throat> were like the Spurs, still the Rockets, Houston. Yeah, um, yeah, but it was it was so it was, the, the, it was so tight. You know what I mean? Like the race was so tight at that time in LeBron's first year there. That's why they were fourth, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyone else? I'm still omitting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, oh, I, I, I don't think uh, <clears throat> I don't think it's a problem because I, I do somewhat understand Dennis's line of thinking because the real shit usually happens after the All Star break, but you also do set yourself up to where you don't have to work so fucking hard. If you that's what I'm, that's where All-Star I was gonna break. go, Jay. Yep, because after so, the All Star break, you got to start playing catch up, which is what the you, Wizards did. You can cruise now, or right. you can fuck around right. and and be uh, like, well, let's I go ahead and I play work twice all as hard the second half of the season. Exactly. I th- I think teams like to have because it, it's for me it's like it's twofold. Like you don't you don't wear out your players in the first half of the season. You wait till after All Star game and you make a real good push, and then you rest your players right before the playoffs start. Like. If you have that luxury. If you have the luxury. But the Lakers have had that luxury. And what I think they're going to – I always think they, they, they want to sit between three and six. Three and six going into the playoffs is a – because you're not playing one. You're not playing two. Well, you – six plays two, right? If I'm not uh, mistaken. Uh, one is one, eight, two, seven. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Three, three yeah. six. Three, so yes. if you sit between three and yeah. six, you're in the middle of the. And you know, you kind of you kind of knocking out some of the tougher competition. You I mean one is going to be one and two is going to be two, but three through six are like the meat of that conference. So you get through them, you know, it, it it's it's kind of like smooth selling for you, I think, because one if if eight what knocks off one, which rarely happens, but it, it has happened. It's before. only happened twice, right? Um, <laughs> Only happened twice. You're gonna have you you're gonna have the situation where I think you're comfortable between three and six if you're if you're the Lakers. Like I don't know if they're playing for the one spot, like or the two spot because those two teams are are hot right now. Like they're super hot, you know. Um, I think and, at this point they're just playing for playoffs. Yeah, like <laughs> just playing. Let's let's just get in and see what happens, you know. Um, Trey. Um. So I kind of have a mixed opinion. Um, I definitely agree that it's early. Like it's way too early in a season, um, this early in the season to just start 
talking about people being in danger and teams being in danger and, you know, them worried about not making in this type of thing. So I agree with that. However, I do see some key issues, and the one is just the chemistry. I just think that Russell Westbrook is a bad fit with LeBron and that team. And I don't know how you fix that, and I don't know if Frank Vogel knows how to fix that. You trade him. And so, yeah. I mean, if they were to make – I mean, that's the thing. So that goes back to the original point. By being early, you still have options. Well, you don't have to trade him. You just have to repurpose him. You don't have to have him out on the floor with LeBron because he can already run a team without LeBron. Yeah, if you have, yeah, if you have, if you do, just because people start doesn't mean they have to stay in the game together for a long time. Yeah, for sure. You, they could be your starters, but then you quickly start shifting the second units and stuff like that. Yeah, and if you give them enough minutes apart, you might be able to come up with it. If you could come up with a, I would call it a running unit that just runs the floor. Um and, and and run and, and put that in there for for certain parts of the game, then maybe you could let him head up that that unit, you know, because that half court game and him ain't ain't really it, ain't, it ain't so let me doing let me right. ask a follow up question and we can move on to the next question. Is it coaching? Is that is one of their biggest ailments coaching at this point? I don't know. It's challenging because it's a very challenging situation. I think a lot of coaches would struggle with what they have there. More, more than likely, yeah. I think uh, I think a lot of coaches would struggle, but I think um, to Trey's point, I think it's this seems like the Dan Snyder effect, where you're just putting together big names, yeah, because of what they've done with other teams, and you're not really thinking about how how their talent and how their skill. Can benefit your team, and they're like, already washed. They're on the downside of all that stuff they've been doing. Yeah, so a lot of guys like, like who's who's to say who's to say? I know y'all are gonna grunt when I say this, but who's to say that this Russell Westbrook trade, Russell Westbrook going to L.A. Uh, is better than John Wall going to L.A. A healthy John Wall. Who's that? Like which situation would <laughs> would be better? <laughs> New phone. <laughs> Who this? <laughs> <laughs> Like which situation what? is better? Yeah, I, don't you know know. I, mean? I mean, we'll never know, I guess. But um, you, you know, uh, uh, I, I just, I, you know, I, I don't know, uh, uh, you know, what a coach would do. But you know, you could give them Scott Brooks for about two months, and then they'll appreciate Frank Vogel because <laughs> um, he'll definitely nice. ruin those rotations. I guarantee you that. Um, but oh, that's funny. No, but in all seriousness. Um, I I don't know, it it you know and and the thing is I like it though it makes things interesting I want to see how they try to make it work and if they do make it work I want to see what happens you know yeah I think they when they put this team together I think they dropped the ball with building a team for the future around Anthony Davis and building him to be the focal point moving forward because you still have LeBron there and the team still kind of runs through LeBron. Unless LeBron's not on the floor. I mean, out of the notable players there, you know, which ones are on their upside or in their prime? I can only uh, think of one. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Davis. 
Well, no, no, no they, they got some role, but they got some decent role players. But the names, like you said, the names that the names that they have there, all of them are on the down, like including 30, including over. LeBron. Even though mm-hmm. LeBron's mm-hmm. downside is better than most people's up, you know, peak. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe everybody, but you know, Le- LeBron's uh, downside is still a ninety-nine overall <laughs> compared to yeah. Other I mean, but <laughs> but to be completely, uh, 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 you know, uh, factual here, he's not his peak anymore. You know, nobody. Yeah, he's not playing is, like because he's not his peak. Part of yeah. that injury stuff has to do with he's age. he can't play at that age. level age. like he used to. Like you gotta, you gotta that wear and tear. Like we in year what nineteen of his career? That wear yeah. and tear is and, serious. And uh, so, other than Anthony Davis, I don't think any of the stars are uh, you know peak. They're all like you know. If we had this to this same group of guys five ten years ago, no one wouldn't lose any games. You know, they go eight two and zero. Yeah, Trevor Ariza, man, he he ain't played yet, has he? Like, I forgot he was there. Yeah, it's like you look you look at this squad. And it's like, yo, Malik Malik Young Monk is cool. Um, Malik Yoba, <laughs> but you got everybody that's that's on this team. Like Trey said, five years ago, it would have been a whole. This they wouldn't have put this like they would have. They would have blocked these trades from happening five years ago. Like, they would have blocked right. these players from coming. Like they to did team. with Chris Paul. They right. blocked Chris Paul because they knew Chris Paul was coming in. He would have been a bonafide championship. That's <laughs> that was exactly Dave Stern's last. Uh, David Stern's last <laughs> official move. <laughs> veto. Last official veto. Not on my watch. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> Not on my now. watch. All right, moving on. Um, who do you guys have as the best team in the league pre All Star week? It, it, this is this is a way to question. Golden State Stephs. I mean, yeah, Warriors. I mean, on paper, it's the it's the Suns, but the way that the Warriors have been playing, Can good I, God. And I, I mean, you know what? It's, I said it's weighted because it's it's a Western, heavily biased um, um, question. But the Nets are balling, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I mean they anybody with anybody with Kevin Durant is going to ball like they balled that's last true. year. They haven't been as consistent man, though. But that man size no, fourteen no, is the they, only reason they didn't go last year. Come on, man. Okay, like so realistically, that let's, stepped on the line. <laughs> let's uh, right. Let's let's take let's take Golden State out of it because I think the unanimous decision is Golden State. But there are some really talented teams playing on both the East and West. Suns. Did you say re-answer the question without Golden State since they're the unanimous? Pick? I said, yeah. So let's just take them out of let's take them out of the equation. Cause... The Wizards. All right, I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Jay. I didn't say it was true, but I like November it. November Wizards, <laughs> not the December Wizards. No right. one said it was truth. The Wizards. Right. Like it. it ain't true, but you can say it all you want to. Now, realistically, um, the I I I'm a fan of what's happening in the East. Again, because it's like you have, I like the Knicks, man. I like the Knicks, even though they they below five hundred. I like watching it. I like, yeah, I like watching strong, the Knicks. Man. I really like watching the Bulls. Like the the, Bulls that Bulls team is man. crazy right now. Yeah, like the Heat, eh, eh, they're good. But they're I'm, winning, but they're yeah, very conservative this year. Yeah, I don't like them as much. Um, I like the Suns, man. The Suns look good. Like, but yeah. the team, the top teams in the East or in the West have been the top teams in the West for the last the last three, four seasons. So it's like, you're not going to get, you know, no shockers there. You know, I think the Kings sitting at 11 is, is interesting, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not like, oh, you know, I, 
I, I would hope that the Timberwolves would be able to move up because um, what's that boy that's playing for the Timberwolves? Um, uh, hold on. Cat? No, Anthony Edwards. That oh, Anthony Edwards, he's balling. That fool is yeah. balling. Yes, like, he is. And I, I, I'm afraid that what happens in, in um, Minnesota has to always happen. Like that's that pinnacle star player on a cusp has to leave there in order to become the next phenom or become the next, you know, yeah. the next big thing. Cat uh, stays, you know, but I don't believe in Cat. Anyway, um, but I think Anthony Edwards is giving that team is giving that team that push to push them over to the next level of, you know, the Western talks. So, right. you know, who, who, I guess the question it would be, we know Golden State is going to be arguably the best team coming into like the playoffs. Who gives them a, a good run for their money? Mm. Golden State? Yes. Uh, Phoenix? Phoenix, definitely. Because Aiden, Aiden is really unstoppable. And that's the, that's the biggest thing. Like That's kind of like where Phoenix is like, yeah, fuck this new blueprint. We got a big man. I and still think you shouldn't sleep on y'all. Denver or Utah. Um, which yeah, Denver, goes back yeah, to yeah. like Denver, Denver. Denver, they got a big man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it Utah, looks like they don't they got have a, big a healthy man. Michael Porter again. Yeah. And not, what about Jamal like Murray in Utah? Is he coming well, back? Um, I guess if 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 they give him some new legs, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, I'm just saying, if he comes back, gotta, I mean, they might have the, a push the late wizard. in the season. Well, I mean, Utah sitting third, so yeah, right. Minus that's minus that's Jamal Murray. So yeah, if he mean, comes back wait. soon, wait, wait, Jamal Murray no, 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 plays for Denver. the Nuggets. He's in Denver. Yeah, no, we're talking about Donald they, Mitchell's team. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. My bad. Yeah, Paul Murray. yeah Jamal Murray plays for the Nuggets. So the yeah, so the Nuggets are missing Porter and Murray. Yeah, right. And the Nuggets are seven. And still, yeah, and still, so. Yeah, they're still. If they get both of those guys back, that's like because last year they had to play without Porter. Last year they had to play without Murray. Yeah, they lost Murray last year oh, too. Oh, yeah. during the yeah, playoffs Murray, he got playoffs, Murray yeah. didn't play. Yeah, because they would have like they would have definitely been a completely different. Yeah, because like, Jamal, Jamal Murray he came he series. came to he came into um he came the, to life in the playoffs. Yeah, he was the player in, in the, the game. Yeah. In the bubble, in the though, bubble. right? The yeah, year the before. Yeah, yeah. 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 two years. He, he, missed, yeah, he, two missed, years he missed the entire playoffs last year. So you were like, when you when you see him play in the bubble, and you see that team clicking, you're like, oh, these guys are going to be the team, one of the teams to look out for. And then he gets injured the next year, but he's still on the radar. I mean, you have, I guess, you, if you keep Clay Thompson on the radar for four years, you have to keep him on the radar for at least two, like. Like yeah. people itching for Clay to come back, and it's like you got a Clay sighting. Yeah. If he's if he's uh, running around the gym, the Golden State Warriors go eighty two and zero. Right, y'all niggas getting hype off of that. Like he ain't been on the court. Exactly. So Jamal Murray showed <laughs> I mean, out in the last. Wait till we get years. Thomas Bryant back. Then see what happens. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. It's over. Man, that joint just froze the podcast. Yeah, man. you just you just <laughs> did. <laughs> On that dead note, dead. we will go to the next question. Um, <laughs> give me your two early MVP faves in the NBA. Um, Jay. Oh man. I mean, 
Is this really a real Steph. question? Right, I don't know why. It's Steph. Not really. Yeah. Wait. Give us the t- what? Say that again. Too early MVP favorites. Like oh, Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma. Oh, like it's too early. Oh, 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 Kyle Kuzma. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, wow. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's damn. Be I don't Steph. know. That is tough. It's gonna be no, Steph. No, too early. It's gotta be Steph. But no, 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 no. I mean, you saying I, now? I, that's Steph, obvious. Man. Yeah, that's but that's an obvious choice. Like you think somebody, you think somebody in the second half of, of the season beats out Steph? The only way they beat out Steph is Durant, if Steph they kills on a. It's either <laughs> Steph or Durant. They hit him with the uh, the Tanya Harden. <laughs> oh, they gotta kill Steph. He's not going. Yeah, you don't have to kill him for him to not make right. the MVP. Injury ain't little. even gonna do it. You gotta kill him. In order to beat Steph, you have to kill him. That's the title. Okay. <laughs> um, so we all pick Steph before our two early faves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. That was quick. Um, wait, what is this same? I see same day testing with the booster shot available. Is that like a note? <laughs> hey, oh, I, put my, I, I put my personal note in there. I, I was trying no, to schedule my link. booster shot. Nah, there was a, a link. Why it's not there? The link, the link got deleted. Oh, he said, link, he there was a link was, there. Bro, I was trying to NBA. schedule my booster shot. Well, sorry about that. Let's take in the let's NBA. Take, let's take this time to to make a PSA. Get your booster shot, everybody, because there you go. COVID is <laughs> running rampant. This new. And there's somebody like, here listening Fetch. that needs to get their first shot. Right. Fetch. So please. Yeah, that's almost like boom, 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 COVID. Boom, boom. Sneeze. Cough. Boom, 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 die. Boom, 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 die. Boom, boom, Funeral. This got real morbid real fast. Nobody can come. Only for the unvaccinated. What? Pause. Wait, pause <laughs> to the funeral. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> yeah. it went man we can skip. We can skip that. All right, skip that. Uh, well, we ain't skipping. We just did a whole PSA about That's true. it. Yeah, we did. All right, next question: How serious can we take the Grammys with the way they add in categories and allowing unsigned artists to be included? Wait, okay. What's wrong with allowing unsigned artists to be? Wait, included? wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me. Let me I don't think, let me backtrack. I don't think let me there's anything wrong with it. Right, right. Let me backtrack because. Uh, I don't remember what year it was. I think it was around 2010 when they got rid of like 30 categories that included unsigned artists. Well, right. a lot of the independent artists, yeah, a lot of the categories that independent artists were thriving in as far as getting nominated were removed. Right. Right. So yeah. are they but adding those that categories That was different back? management, though. That was completely different management. Um, I don't think they're adding those categories back. I think what they're doing, they've expanded the field where you got categories where like, Eight nine people get nominated or something like that. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm seeing a lot of. And I, I don't personally I've, have a problem with it. it gives you better. I, I don't need it, but I I I've heard. I, I read a a thread on Twitter uh, of uh, quite a few people having a debate where they were saying that the Grammys are making this a little bit too easy for people to win a Grammy. As opposed to how does that make it easier to win? Think about well, if you have a field category. of five, you may because, be the only person in your genre. If it's a field of nine, you're going to split votes with somebody. It's well, going to be somebody who makes music if similar. You're broadening, to you. I think they're saying when you're broadening the field, you're allowing more categories to be involved. Hmm. So if you have like folk music, but folk music with a ukulele 
or best folk album oh, that's yeah. recorded by your yeah. sixth grade you teacher add... wearing a zebra outfit. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I think that's what they're talking about. I think because of all these subcategories, they're saying, they're saying they're making it a little bit easier for anybody. Who won like, that one last year, John? The sixth grade teacher wearing a zebra outfit. I think it was mm. Ski Johnson. Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Man, he's, he's even a fraudulent teacher. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. That was so classic. Shout out to Ski Johnson. No, no shout out to Ski Johnson. No, no. We don't the biggest scamming saxophonist oh. in the world. <laughs> I said it. Right here on Sports and Things. And send I'll your complaints, send your complaints to at John Lane on Twitter. I will second <laughs> Jesus. Scam artist. Scam artist. Scamming that thing. Scamming that thing. He's my scam artist of the week. 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 Yikes. Okay. Well, since we're there. We we can get, we can go off the Grammys and then just go straight into the Ski Johnson conversation. Someone who will yes. never ever. <laughs> oh man! All right. So okay, for our audience that doesn't know who Ski Johnson is, please turn off the podcast and do not learn who he is. Stop listening to I us think right everybody now. Everybody needs to know who Ski Johnson oh, man. is. Okay, uh, John, you want to give him a little background on Ski Johnson? This is your last chance to turn off sports and things. <laughs> wow. All right. So Ski Johnson is a wannabe saxophonist. Um, Accurate. Actually, I, I, I bet you he would pronounce it saxophonist. Um, but, saxophonist. Uh, <laughs> what, he, what he has done in the past is. I called Dexter Gordon a saxophonist one time. He, he is. I don't even know how to explain it. He's like the. He's, he's a genius Mark scammer that's not a scammer oh no he's a scammer he's a genius at being a scammer i will give him that he definitely okay, he is a kids. genius at being a scammer um and that's and what he stops. does is he uses his saxophone or saxophone playing abilities what to, whoa 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 what uses what his <laughs> saxophone his what? i didn't say they were good abilities there I said are none abilities. all right I mean, he can he can make a he can get a note out. It's he not shows intuitive. up to the places with a saxophone with no mouthpiece on it. No, yeah, I, I think I mean, better. He shows up with no neck. He shows up with <laughs> right, right, neck no on neck on mouthpiece. <laughs> no neck on the saxophone. <laughs> he ain't even get the neck. He's he not is, even intended on playing you know, that thing. He still got uh, that furry shit in the horn. He took that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, what is that thing? <laughs> Title. <laughs> I got this thing in my saxophone. I can't play right now. He got that motherfucking um the cleaner joint, like the little the flume. <laughs> That's what it's called, the flume. He got the flume in his saxophone, uh, the, like the ninety dollar apple cloth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he sneaks apple on cloth. the red carpet events, and he takes pictures as a fan. He takes pictures with celebrities, and then he'll post it on his Facebook to make it look like he knows these people like uh when tom brady went to the super bowl last season he posted a photo of himself with tom brady when in fact he snuck in to the media room um because he's a scammer and just wanted to get a picture with him yeah um, he, he got like these like two or three second videos where he edits out the kind of like the before and after, but like if say Diddy's walking down the street, he like walks up next to him while somebody's recording, 
and just stands there, you know, long enough that like they, he like plays like a three-second video of him standing next to him. This is oh, me but talking to Diddy. If you saw the whole video, it would be like he just walked past him. <laughs> All right. So even, even let's give even more context. Like uh, as it's fading out, you can see that that was <laughs> ski. Ski. Ski is uh, known. Uh, I guess uh, here especially infamous. Yeah, he, because infamous, he he's no. been known to show up places and not be invited but invite himself and more recently within more recent years they had an uh, episode of American Greed and if you guys haven't seen American Greed you should go check it out it's basically a show about the people who got caught scamming people and looking for a lot of money out of millions and millions of dollars and he was one of them um, and he got caught scamming um, a children's foundation um, and the, the he was he, I think he was the only person on the show that got interviewed about their scam. Yeah. Like, so everybody was, else is either dead or in jail. <laughs> right. So, uh, if you get a chance, go check that out. But well, let me tell you how he got caught. Like so scammer survivor. He was scamming, <laughs> um, the last he was one scamming investors for, uh, for children's the research for cancer. And he was telling investors that at this charity event, James Earl Jones and Michael Douglas we're going to be there. And one of the investors, I believe, I hope I'm getting the story right, but one of the investors knew James Earl Jones's manager or publicist. So it was Michael Douglas. In, or maybe it was Michael Douglas's yeah. publicist or, or agent. And contacted him and said, Hey, we're looking forward to seeing Michael Douglas at this charity event, you know, in a couple of months. He's like, Michael Douglas ain't going to no charity event. He was like, oh, yeah, he is. We, we just spoke with this, uh, this musician named Ski Johnson and, and blah, blah. He's like, nope, we know nothing about that. He's not going to be there. Sorry. And that's what set everybody off. He's like, okay, what's going on? You said Michael Douglas. And then he tried to turn it around to say, oh, I never confirmed that he was going to be there. And investors were like, actually, you did. You also said James Earl Jones is going to be there. And James Earl Jones's agent also said, He's not planning on being there. I mean, they, didn't, they didn't know Ski. I mean, Michael. Didn't know him. They didn't. They didn't even know him. And so, uh, and James Earl Ray. I mean, James Earl Ray and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so he he took he he basically My had son a works. <laughs> he had a raffle, and these people won tickets to go to the Grammys, and he tried to sneak them into the Grammys, oh, like right. to the back door, and it was like this whole fiasco, and they they talk about all this on the. Uh, the show of American Greed because the ladies, you know, she was like, they picked us up in this limousine and the limousine looked like it was from 1986. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling was coming down. It had asbestos in the ceiling. <laughs> they, would, they would point out drinks in plastic cups and they were like, wait a minute, what is happening? And, you know, and he he got away. He, he didn't get away with because he got caught. But he kind of got away with it because he's still doing a lot of the same things that got him caught in the first place. So, the wow. question... He was doing a gig at the at one of the embassies, and I think it was a Middle Eastern country, uh, Middle Eastern country's embassy, and in front of the building were th was like a Phantom, a Maybach, and like a Lamborghini <laughs> yeah, or something. <laughs> and this fool took a video, pretending that the cars belonged to him, and it's done so poorly. He's sitting there trying to figure out what car this is he's like oh yeah and right here this is my other car this is um 
Oh, what is this? this? And the guy recording the video is like, that's a Lamborghini. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a Lamborghini, man. You know, I got so many cars, man. I forget. I forget. And the is thing it, that fascinates me, <laughs> the thing that fascinates me is that he believes his own bullshit. Yeah, like he yeah. actually believes actually. he's the shit still, and the that's that's why I'm so that's why I'm so fascinated with him. Bad he plays out of tune. When he when he played the national anthem at a Mystics game, he ended up playing "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" at the <laughs> end of the song. You know the part that goes ba 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 da da ba 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 da 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 da. He ended up going "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." No, that was and me then, remixing it. See, you thought. <laughs> and then at the end, he put his fist you up. You thought. He meant to do that shit. Right. That was a James Brown lyric. <laughs> oh, man, he's just, I mean, he's he he truly does believe his own bullshit. He never tunes. He never plays in tune. He r- makes music videos on yachts with girls in bikinis. Like, he really thinks he's a superstar. And that's why I've become, because like, I, I used to be like Trey. Like, I used to hate the dude. Now I'm just so intrigued with. I just want to see how far he takes this. Well, Maybe we should get him on the show. He's gonna fight Trey to the death. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him on the show, I man. I am immortal. I am the second blood of kings. <laughs> no one can be my equal. <laughs> and, uh, Trey suddenly came down with a case of COVID nineteen through thirty five, and will not be here for this episode. Nineteen through thirty five. Gotta 30. do that yes. All the notes that Ski Johnson missed. <laughs> Trey don't want to see that thumb. That's what he don't want to see. He wants to see that, <laughs> that saxophone. <laughs> I need to get vaccinated from his playing. Oh. He don't play with no neck strap. He just plays holding the saxophone <laughs> with his thumb. <laughs> Man, why your thumb so strong? I'm waiting for Trey ass. <laughs> <laughs> My dear Lord. Seriously. All right. <laughs> Yo, all right. So the question. This has been Sports and Things. Thank you all for tuning in. Yep. The question is. Should we respect Ski, Trey? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um, Jay, do you respect Ski? You Do you know Ski? I do not. Oh, um, man, I'm crying. I feel like, uh, <laughs> I feel like there was a time. I for Trey to ask. I possibly, <laughs> I possibly like, came across him. Uh, I'm going to go. Yes, for the hustle. There you go, but, Jay. But uh, thank you. Nah, man. No, for um, no. using your powers for evil. That's the only reason I'm going to have to say no. Ultimately, <laughs> your man, your man took money from the foundation that was for kids yeah, and paid his mortgage. That's enough, that's enough. <laughs> he bought groceries for his mom. He's with that buying money, groceries man. and paid his mortgage. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a no. I'm respecting the hustle. I'm gonna say it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. If he would play in tune, I would respect him more. But I'm just <laughs> all right. So I'm writing down the show title: Ski Johnson. I'm waiting for Trey's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's gonna be the one that wins. We can take a vote on it right now, <laughs> but I think that's gonna be the one that unanimously wins. For this it won't week. be unanimous. Well, I mean. Three votes is unanimous. It's <laughs> be three, votes, three to one. <laughs> it 
won't be unanimous. All right, let's move on to um, artists of the oh, week man. and then others of the week. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we did this, so uh, who wants to go first? Trey Ski Ski Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, you know what's uh, funny? Uh, you know when Trey is mad because he ain't got shit to say. Yeah, he ain't got shit to say. <laughs> He's silent as shit. All you hear is, mm. Uh, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But an hour from now, we're going to get blasted on, <laughs> on the group text. That's why I don't like y'all niggas in the first place. Oh my gosh! Oh god, it's disgusting. Trey, you can go, man. Please. Oh man, before my artist of the you. week. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> my artist of the week is Pat Metheny. You're lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Pat Metheny featuring Ski. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, Trey. <laughs> they are gone. Oh, my God. Mm. I need to take a break. <laughs> if Trey didn't play the same instrument, we'd be done by now. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, mm. I'm going to go back into this episode every week for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, Trey, you said you said Pat Metheny. <sighs> Which record? Pat Metheny, the, uh, he's got a, uh, a live album called Side Eye NYC. Oh man, it's like V one dot I V or something. I don't know what that some that version like number. That sounds like S K I J. No, it sounds like side eye. Side eye is in what I give to oh. anyone who thinks I like Ski Johnson. Oh, we know you don't <laughs> like him. <laughs> That's the whole point. Oh my gosh, uh, that just made my whole week, and it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jay. Man, um, I got a, a two for one night. Um, the artist Maxwell and the artist Jay Z, separately, of course. How you but like Maxwell's new joint? Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I felt the same way when I heard it. It's okay. That's the best I can give it. It's not. It's not like like I wasn't a fan of Pretty Wings and people like. You know, me neither. I think it was they, about they, the production team that, that put that together. Wasn't that Chris Dave? That was Chris Dave, now. Pretty Wings, or yeah, yeah, that was, the that new was all that. Oh, okay, yeah. Basically, like Glasper and all those cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just—I mean, Pretty Wings just didn't have a, a lot enough to it for me. But you know, um, but yeah, Maxwell and Jay Z. By the way, did you know that Federico Pena? Co-produced um, the Ascension. Yep, really. Yeah, he was the MD. He, a, he was the MD. Yeah, that's wow. him on keyboards on that song, and Gene Lake on drums. I went to his. I went to his house a long time ago. He got a platinum plaque right on his wall. For yeah, that I, I did. A, I did a gig with Frederico yep. pre-COVID, and he was telling he was telling a story about um, leaving the Maxwell gig because he was um, your boy was playing drums, Sean Rickman. Yeah, he got fired. Yeah, and he was like. He didn't want him to fire Sean. And then I think Fred, the way that Frederico told the story was that he was going out. He was out with Michelle anyway, Michelle and Diego Cello. So he was like, you know, when this comes up, I'm going to take that because I'm 
I'm more invested in that than I am in like ending your show. But then when they fired Sean Rickman, he was like, oh, that was more incentive for me to be out anyway. Right. Shout out to Sean Rickman, man. Incredible musician. Yeah, um, really. John. Um, my artist of the week is not an artist. He is... Oh, Ski Johnson. Then. <laughs> Dude, you should that not go perfect. bring it back up. That was it's not in your favor to bring it up. <laughs> no, my artist of the week is, um, I, I don't remember his name, but there is a guy who used to work for Kmart. And when Kmart went out of business, he found uh, dozens and dozens of cassette tapes that Kmart would run um, in their stores. So it's all like Kmart elevator music, music made especially for Kmart. And he found all the cassettes. I think there's like a total of like 40 cassettes and he digitized them. And they're on archives.org. And it is fantastic. You can literally listen to an entire cassette and you'll hear like instrumental music versions of Killing Me Softly or some Neil Diamond. And then in between it, you'll hear... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that there's no this smoking week. on the floors, <laughs> and there's a sale on boys' there's pants, twelve dollars. Right. And, and then and then they go to the next song. It's the greatest thing. What in the world? And so I've been listening to that all weekend. So that's my artist of the week. Is <laughs> it's called Attention music. Kmart Shoppers. Attention nice. Kmart Shoppers. That's dope. Perfect title. All right, and my <laughs> my artist of the week is um, Chris. Uh, Daddy Dave. Um, he has a record that came out, I think it came out this week, called Uneven. It's the Uneven EP. Um, I've been listening to it the last couple of days, just trying to give it, you know, the respect that it. it I feel like, you know, it, it's 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 a far cry from what they do live. Like, you know, if you see Chris live with the drum heads, it's like, oh, it's it's a it's a spectacle. They kind of reel it back into. Um, make it make more sense um, on a record, which is what you kind of want an artist to do, like to kind of make it make sense. So that's my artist of the week. Um, let's do others. Um, I, I wanted to make a ski joke so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I'm tapped out though. Uh, Jay Hill, your other of the week. So my other of the week ties into my artist of the week because it's another two for one. You are Soul Train Awards. Uh, Soul Train Soul Train Awards just just went down, and they honored Maxwell. So oh, that dude. is the perfect segue. But oh, got locked up off them. Oh, she got locked up like a day after them joints too. What in Amsterdam? Good. She had like wow. a like she had like a out like a outburst in the airport, and they locked her up. Oh, <laughs> niggas. Um, yeah, if you and then, come, then my don't other, do it in an airport. My other two for one Amsterdam. is uh, the um, HBO just aired the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where mm -hmm. Jay-Z was mm -hmm. just inducted. So yep. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Soul Train Awards. Shout out to Gil Scott Heron too. He was inducted into the yeah. Hall of Fame. Oh, dope. Yeah. We got I got you know, special little plug. We got a song coming out um, that we did uh a tribute for Gil Scott Heron called Whitey's on the Moon. We we did a song for him, so that should be coming out on all platforms this week. Ah, uh, dope. Working on that. Um, that release. Um, who's next? Trey, your others of the week. Who's next? Um, I go, guess I'll do a uh, TV go. show. I'm watching an older TV show now called the series called the Forty Four Hundred. 
Um, I don't know if I would recommend it to anybody unless you're kind of a sci-fi person. Because if you're not, then you're probably, you know, be like, this is kind of corny. Because it has its own corniness. But um, it's from the mid-2000s, so 2005, 2006 time frame. Um, four seasons. Uh, basically, over a 50-year period, people just randomly disappeared. So they were kind of missing persons. And all of a sudden, like a ball of light brings them all back to one spot. And then they find out they all have special abilities. Damn. And then... I'm not going to say any more because that, you know, you don't spoil things if anyone does care <laughs> to watch it. But, uh, you know, it, you know, they come back, they have special abilities. They try to, you know, and they deal with the people's um, trying to uh, rejoin society. Some people have been missing 10 years, 12 years, one year, two years, three years, 50 years. Whoa. Um, so <laughs> you got the, you know, the black guy that comes back. 50 years later, he left from being like hazed in the military by white, you know, soldiers. And he comes back and he's looking at all these interracial couples around. So, you know, there, there's there's some crazy stuff. There's a lady that comes back and her husband's remarried because she was gone for about 12 years. To her, it was one day. To him, it was 12 years. So she goes home to find her husband and kid. And they're like, oh, no, sorry, Damn. you were dead, so I got a new wife. And Can oh, you imagine being oh, in that, in that you know, scenario? So, yeah, so they it's crazy. aged, though, right? They age? The people who left did not age. But they, because it was, to them, age. it was wow. instantaneous. Right. To them, it was instantaneous. To everyone else, whatever it, it time had like, passed. But the, the crazy thing about it is each person out of that 4,400 had a different time period. So some people were gone for, you know, a year or two. So this um, is kind of like that movie with Matthew McConaughey in space. What is that movie? Uh, Not Interstellar. Is it Interstellar? I don't know. I thought Interstellar was um, Tom. That, no, that's the other dude, Jason see, see, Bourne. You got a guy who left, who got, like, abducted when he was a high school senior, and he comes back, and him and his bro little brother are the same age. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, I got to check this. Because out. his little brother comes back and is like three years older because he's been gone for three years. Shit. Dope. All right. Um, so, John. Uh, well, I started watching Tiger King 2, finally. Mm. I'm a bit late on it. I'm on episode four. Um, Don't tell him what happens. No, but it's, it's kind of wacky. It's like... Yeah. At least the first season was was crazy. Trying because to capitalize, it was they, they waited too long, but they they trying they to waited too long. Off the hype. I feel like they're but trying to like, they're trying like tie in this story that doesn't. You can't tell a story without the, uh, the tiger dude. Like it's kind of hard. But to, the way, but the I way that they're it tying it in, I feel like they're putting things in it that are not necessary. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to it's, give away it's anything. Space filler. But, that's why. But the whole psychic thing, like, I don't know. Weird. That was just that's very very odd. Um, so I felt like they were just trying to plug some holes, pause, uh, yeah. just for the hell of it. Uh, it's just kind of wacky so far right now. Hated it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs down. <laughs> All right. Um, and my show of the week is a show on HBO called Southside. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like if you, if you put the office and 
any of those shows like The Office or like Arrested Development in a black community in Chicago, <laughs> on the south side of Chicago. I just started watching oh, that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the center. one with T.I.? Is that the one with nah, T.I.? No, like, no, no, it's got, um, I think, Re- is Rel Lil, Rel- Lil Rel's on it. Rel's in it, yeah. But he's not, he's oh, not, okay, okay. he's on like the first season, but the second season he's not as prevalent, yeah, but he's still there. But he's not, he's not, it's the cool thing is he's not even the main character. Two guys that you don't know that are the main characters. Right. And the way that they just get into stuff and like the way it's written is is genius. It's a, it's a really dope show. Like I actually yeah, laugh yeah. out loud when I watch that show. I like, la- I, I, so did I. Like so the, uh, the, I. the cop, the girl who plays Sophia Turner, man, she is crazy. Yeah. She <laughs> like some of her some of her slogans like like she got like hoes forever <laughs> like she's like, <laughs> she's like forever hoes I'm like whoa she like the way that they talk and the way that they do that show is is very is done really well so that's my okay. show of the week and that is our show for last week because we <laughs> we missed last week so uh, thank you guys for tuning in um, shout out to Unhinged Sport Network and Belly Up Network and the Eaton playlist that we are still um, having our shows played weekly even when we don't give you guys a live a new show Um, also shout out to all our sponsors and our partnerships with the companies that we work with every Saturday you can check us on those respective networks at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time Um, the PSA we gave you earlier I'm going to reinstate or re-say that one please get vaccinated um, it's super important yeah, to on, get vaccinated. You, know, you gotta get out of this shit. Um, it, the numbers are going up again, and the new variant that's out—we um, call it the Omarion, but the Omarion—die! <laughs> 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 you have to Cough. pay attention, <laughs> right? Die! <laughs> I can't have another laughing fit, yo. Oh, <laughs> I can't do it tonight. So make sure that you're getting the right information and that you're getting vaccinated. There are so many places where you can go and just sign up or you can just go in and get vaccinated same day. for free. You the can same go online day. same day. Yes. CBSs and Targets and all kind of stuff. Man, I can't get mine until next Monday. Shit. With the booster? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you got your you got your two shots the same amount of time I got mine. I thought you got those before me. I got my second one in March. Yeah, me and too. I had to wait six months. But well, you're I already do then. Yeah, you do. They, they all know, they all like June people now. I can't but get it's an appointment. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, um, yeah, oh. If you have any questions regarding where you can go get tested, you can reach out to us at at the Sports and Things at John Lane. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any complaints about where you go get tested, you can reach out to us and we'll we'll forward the information that we have in regards to where you can go get tested. And um, that's that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next week, Trey Lowski Johnson. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even need to say anything. <laughs> Free my nigga Trey Ely. <laughs> I quit. Hey, yo, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a leg. Yeah, we got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go, Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos, podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who bought the vets about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite. Team, die like slumming, die like pumping over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and clips like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the nomad, uh, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Drake Hill, talking sports. Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. 